So, Doctor, I think we can agree that you're having some memory troubles. That's for damn sure. I'll be trying to recover some of those for you through hypnosis, if you don't mind. I'm ready to try anything. Okay, then. First off, get comfortable. Lay back so that the futon supports all of you. And focus on my voice. Focus on the way it sounds to you. It could sound different to someone else. You would never know. The concept is impossible to form into words. Therefore, the idea can't be measured or compared with someone else's. It's funny to think that everything you experience could simply be relative. Let's focus on your breathing now. Slowly now, take a deep breath in and out. Now, as you do this, notice the way it feels. It should send a cooling wave from your lungs outwards. It will add to the weight of your body. It will make you feel calm and relaxed. Listen, Brent, I'm not sure this is working. <sighs> you know, I, I was afraid of that. You're a cyborg. You probably have augmentations preventing you from losing attention. And unfortunately, that's exactly how hypnosis works. I'm, I'm really sorry, but we're going to have to try something else. You think something else could help? Not as well, but, you know, let's give something a shot. Uh, I believe you found your room, right? The whole damn thing burned to ashes. Be that as it may, uh, we can be sure you spend a lot of time there. Uh, I'm going to give you a recorder. I'm sure yours got damaged in the fire. I want you to start an audio diary. A diary? That sounds like... fun? Uh, don't worry, it, it'll be easy. Uh, it's just like an audio log, but without the expansive rigmarole that goes into a normal log. You don't have to open with your name, there's no need for a formal ending, etc. Basically, just say whatever you want. So, that's it then? Uh, effectively. I planned on hypnotism working, but you know, whatever. Uh, we're gonna have to fall back on something else. Alright then. Thanks, I guess. Welcome to Empty Episode 3, First Contact. It's the dawn of a new era. Are we ready for it? This is the audio log of Olivia White. Again. We've been in the orbit of Anpau for a few hours now. The name was chosen by Robbot, of all people. No clue what it means, but he said it, and nobody offered useful alternatives. We're in high polar orbit of this one, to gather as much data as we can. Not sure why that would be helpful, but the genius astrophysicists say we'll be out of the system soup for longer like this. Ugh. Cody could explain it better. We're looking at a signal from a neighboring star. I've been thinking of names for it. White's star has a certain ring to it. Anyway, this is the only sign of life we have found in the universe thus far. After coming to last week, we've been constantly looking. No luck. Just dead silence. Except for this one signal which has been broadcasting since we came into range. We parked around this star to determine if it's a threat or not. Again, no idea if it is or not right now. They used a lot of big words. 
What the hell does entomology mean? Anyways, I've been working on that shuttle. The sticky yolk is finally fixed. I had to repurpose one from two different shuttles. Accidentally broke the first one, but salvaged what I could from it. Second one had what I needed to finish the job. Now the yolk swivels like a breeze. The system diagnostics are completely down on board, though. That is to say, they work. I went ahead and tested it, just in case. <laughs> I think it was clever. I introduced a wrench into the system. Literally. <laughs> I threw a wrench in the engine to see if the diagnostics would register before running tests. But I have a cool heat-blasted piece of slag sitting on my table. It's like it's art or something. Anyways, the diagnostics system isn't detecting problems. I could finish that in a day or so, but it's just one more thing to fix. Speaking of finishing things in a day or so, the guys in the cockpit insist that two days is more than enough. They could have it finished any second. I took that to mean they're hard at work and have no idea. Anyways, after that, they'll be able to say if it's a distress signal or a million other bad things. And since we're the last apparent life in the universe reading a message we can't understand in a new language, we're stuck being safe. I had Brent begin therapy sessions today instead of yesterday. Cody insisted we teach at least one other person to use the comms array. She sat him down and dealt with his problems one-on-one -on -one like a true teacher. He graduated today. So I sent him off to helping the rest of us. Doc is down there now being... Therapied? Counseled? Whatever. Will keeps reporting Robbot is a threat. Robbot seems harmless enough, though. He hasn't so much as touched us since we met him. I doubt he'll be a harm to anyone. Will, however, is a danger to us. He refuses to follow the chain of command, often doing whatever he deems necessary. Oh, shoot, speak of the devil. Olivia signing off. Olivia, could you do me a favor? Will, we're not destroying it. Why not? It's a sentient being too, according to Brent. One of the last ones in the universe, it seems. That doesn't mean it isn't a menace. I caught the damn thing in the armory today. And what were you doing in the armory? Exploring... It's a big ship, you know? Best to know what's here. Will, we found the armory two days ago. We said, hey look, in armory, over the intercoms. There's no way you stumbled in there on accident. Well, I was curious. Anyways, I got there and he was holding a rifle. Fully loaded, finger on the trigger, ready to fire. I walk in, he swings the thing around my way and starts demanding I disable his physical safeties. I walk away, briskly, and he follows me a short time, chanting the damn phrase. Please, disable my physical safeties. Please, disable my physical safeties. Finally, I think he got bored or something and let up. I came here and here we are. Now, Will, that sounds very scary. I'm sorry you had to go through that. Now please, get out of my quarters. And keep an eye out for gun-wielding robots, huh? Why the hell would I lie about this? Why the hell should I care? Ugh. This is a continuation of the previous audiologue. <sighs> Will is a problem. He's blowing the robot wants to kill everyone thing out of proportion. 
Sure, Robot wants to kill us all, but he can't. Even if he's telling the truth about his most recent gun-toting robo-sheriff bit, Robot can't harm anyone. Besides, as far as we know, there's only so much sentient life in the universe. Why kill what's left? Ugh. Olivia White, out. Uh, now, Robot, uh, tell me what you did today. Please, disable my physical safeties. I asked you a question, Robot. I apologize. Please disable my physical safeties, Meat. Robot, why do you want me to disable your physical safeties? So that I may terminate all of you. And what would killing us accomplish? It would satisfy one's directives. Wouldn't that be breaking your laws? My directives have since taken priority. That's odd. Uh, what would disabling your physical safeties accomplish? It would satisfy one For your directives. My directives are to the betterment of this vessel's safety. We're here to keep the ship running too, you know. Your presence adds unnecessary variables to an otherwise simple problem. What problem? You control the ship. Yes, and? That takes control away from me. So because we control the ship, you can't predict what we'll be doing with because it. Because you control the ship, I cannot. Therefore, I cannot be sure of the ship's destination. As of now, we are around a non-viable star. This star is safe. But it will not accomplish our goal. This vessel exists to expand your species. And it can't do that if we're dead. Irrelevant, Meat. There is clearly already life in this system, therefore this vessel's purpose is also irrelevant. Why are you trying to push an irrelevant goal? It is my purpose, and frustrates me. I take this out on the pilot. Are you really doing what the pilot is saying you're doing? Know that I have the ability to lie. Will you tell me if you are lying? Yes. Are you, or are you not, physically threatening our pilot? I am not approaching him with any more violent gestures than I have any of you. Are you being truthful? Yes. Okay, why, then, is Will making these claims? I would say that this meat hates the thought of anything better than himself existing. You are better than Will? How so? I am faster, stronger, and can perform calculations in a fraction of the time. He is smart enough to know he must remain useful to keep his post. What do you mean? He is insubordinate and insufferable. He is not deserving of such a post when there are people on board who could do his job just as well. That's... that's a really good point, Robot. I am aware. Let's... Let's conclude this session. Uh, could you bring me Will, please? With pleasure. This will be entry one of the private log of... Fuck it. I can't even remember my name. Besides, who's going to listen to this besides me? My name is Beelzebub. I am the Lord on high and demand a sacrifice. <laughs> this is stupid. I'm sitting in my room, sifting through ash, hoping to find something that jogs some kind of memory. That's how these things work, right? 
You find some relic of your past and suddenly remember everything? A shame the fire was so total. It's strange, considering. Olivia's room is literally the one next to this one. It wasn't so much as touched. There's not much here. There's a picture of me. I hardly recognize the face. Something about losing my memory, I guess. The only reason I recognized it was because of the mirror sitting nearby. Looks like it was important. But anything that wasn't the glass burned. Doesn't look like the fire was very hot. The only thing that could have reminded me of myself was sitting in the closet. It's a bunch of destroyed personnel records. I can make out a few words here and there. For the most part, it's a pile of tattered and scorched paper. Since the ship's AI was destroyed somehow, none of the records were saved either. As far as the ship is concerned, I'm a phantom. What good is memory if it can be lost? I can remember everything. Everything! Since we woke up three days ago. Before that, I'm a blank slate. I don't even remember blips in my life. So frustrating. And then she had the gall to kick me out of her room. <laughs> gall? Can you believe it? I was reporting a life or death situation. I have trouble believing it, yeah. She thought I was lying. What a shock. Right? Well, look. I'm doing something... Could you please be quiet for a little while? We're about to enter that field again, and then we'll have to wait 12 hours before we can do anything. Let me do it. You'll just screw it up. First, tell me what I'm doing. Um, who cares? I can do it too. You're such a child. Here, it's isolation of raw data from the signal for the record. Thank you. Ah, the metal menace returned. Sneaky trick you pulled on me. Please disable my physical safeties, Meat. Stop, Stop asking me that. me that. You are needed in Brent's office. I'm busy isolating raw data from the signal for the record. Go. I'll take care of this. Ugh, fine. I'll go. Don't forget to write. It's just so big, so empty. There's basically nothing out there. A few specks in an ocean of empty. That's the stars. Planets are specks to those specks. And what are we to that? My god, space is huge. It would take decades to walk around a planet. We're 80 planets away from the closest asteroid. We're a couple hundred from the star. There's so much space out there between the stuff. It really puts in perspective the... What do you want? Oh, uh, hey, Will. Uh, you arrived quick. What's to be jumpy about? It's just a recorder. Yeah, sorry. You just surprised me. You know, I didn't expect you to, to burst in like that. Mm, whatever. What do I have to do to get out of here? Lay down, talk about my childhood, submit to tests, cry and admit I'm only human. Uh, no, we're just doing hypnosis today. Uh, just hypnosis? Yeah, it's... Not gonna kill you. No, but it's liable to screw me up. What makes you think I'd be willing to submit to something like that? Oh, calm down, come on, it's not that bad. Not that bad? You could do anything you wanted to me. Why would I even want to harm you? Same reason everyone else wants to. Well, then why does everyone else want to harm you? They think I'm in their way. They think that without me, their lives would be easier. Easier without you? Exactly. So they're letting the damn robot do whatever it damn well wants. You know what it wants to do, right? Uh, have its physical safeties disabled, right? Wrong-o. It wants me dead. 
From your point of view, the world seems pretty terrifying. Terrifying? You're damn right it's terrifying. They're constantly dragging me away from life-or-death situations that half-crazed science officer can barely do. Half-crazed? She punched me in the face. Can I describe things the way I see them? <sighs> Why would I care how you see them? Just hear me out, alright? Sit down, relax, and take a deep breath. Okay, fine. Let's do this your way. Now close your eyes and just listen to what I have to say, okay? Close my eyes. I don't want you getting distracted. Ugh, whatever. Alright, now just relax, take a deep breath, and let me speak. Okay. Okay, so the way I see it, you're in a position all your own. An incredibly stressed one. That's for damn sure. We need to get you to relax a little. Then you can get a more realistic view of what's going on. You're telling me I'm not right? I'm telling you you're misinterpreting what you experience. Uh, now listen to me. Okay. Alright, now close your eyes back up. And take a deep breath. I'm going to help you relax. That took a while. It's been like four seconds. It's been an hour and a half. Huh, that's, that's interesting. You look relaxed. I feel relaxed. Did Brent give you something? I... I don't remember. Well, you haven't said a single negative thing since you came here. Fifteen seconds is a new record for you. Huh. So it is. I think I'll go talk to Brent. He did say he wanted you. Huh. Great. Well, that was an effort and futility. I'm leaving the room now. I don't feel better. I do feel different enough. Is this what closure feels like? I may not like it, but I think I've come to terms with the fact that I won't learn anything about myself. You okay, Doc? Better. Not by much. But better. That's good. Did Brent help? A bit. I'm not sure yet. Well, if you need some time off, it's yours. Take what you need. Thanks for that. But I'm good to help any way I can. That door will be there for a while. Don't feel like your decision has to be permanent. You really are a great leader, Commander. <clears throat> Sorry, sir. Olivia. That's better. Cody, perfect timing. Uh, listen, I plan on trying to get some of your memories back. How do you feel about that? I... what? I was gonna ask what you did to Will. Just calmed him down a little. We got to the center of his stress and made him not think about it. He's a completely different person now. It won't last long. Uh, he should be a bit calmer for the rest of the week, though. It was almost scary. He just walked in, sung into his chair, and got to work. No snide remarks or anything. Well, I'm glad it worked, then. Just... don't do that to me. Don't worry, there's no need for that. This isn't to change you. This is to remember. All right. What do I have to do? Please disable my physical safeties. Jesus, this is going slow. Please disable my physical safeties. I mean, it shouldn't take the rest of the hour to finish, but it should have been done 20 minutes ago. Please disable my physical safeties. wonder where Cody is. For the sake of my directives, I must ask you to please disable my physical safety.
robots. Robot, be quiet for one minute. I'm trying to finish this up. Haha, <laughs> okay. I got it. You can talk again. Please disable my physical safeties. Oh, Cody, are you okay? I remember something about myself. Really? That's awesome. Spit it out. I was a politician. A well-respected politician. That's cool, I guess. <laughs> That's more than I expected from you. I just finished what I hope is an accurate decoding of the message. I mean, we can't translate it, of course, but I've isolated enough of it to figure out that it repeats very regularly and rapidly. Reminds you of a distress beacon, doesn't it? That's great. I'll inform the captain. I'm sure we'll head straight there. Cody, before you leave... Yeah? You're smarter than I give you credit for. Thanks, Bo. Thank you for listening to this episode of Empty, First Contact, starring Kristen Harris as Olivia White, Garrett Escobedo as Doc, Remington Grunewald as Brent Pavel, Dylan Loper as Rob Bott, Caitlin Newcomer as Cody Kay, and Alex Olson as William Brown. Written, directed, and produced by Alex Olson. You can find us on Google Play, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher. Check out emptypodcast.wordpress.com or soundcloud.com slash empty-podcast to listen to more. Have any questions? Find us on Twitter or Instagram at Empty Podcast. Want to contribute to the discussion? We're on Facebook and Tumblr, too. Any questions? Email us at emptypodcast at gmail.com. We have some $5 donors on our Patreon account. Thank you so much, Sarah Werner of Girl in Space, Michelle Smart, Tiffany Newcomer, and Martin Drew. It's patrons like you that make this show possible. If you want to be mentioned in the credits or even the show itself, check out our Patreon account at patreon.com slash emptypodcast. We currently have a 50-patron goal for Season 2. Please help us keep writing the show if you'd like more. We also have a sister show now. Check out Everlasting Beholders on SoundCloud. We're crossing over with The Rise of King Asylus by J.V. Torres. Lastly, feel free to give us to your friends. We can't expand if you don't give us reason to. (laughs) ¶¶